Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salam Ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in Amma ba'd Allah Azza wa Jal has placed within the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam guidance, direction, wisdom and other than that from that which mankind is in need of. And you find the scholars of the past expressing their acknowledgement of the great favor and ni'mah of Allah and guiding a person to the sunnah specifically. Abu La'aliya he stated, ما أدري أي النعمتين علي أعظم إذ أخرجني الله من الشرك إلى الإسلام أو عصمني في الإسلام أن يكون لي فيه هوى Abu Al-Aliya, he stated, I do not know which of the two blessings is the greatest upon me? Being that Allah has removed me from a shirk and to Islam, or that He protected me in Islam, that I have the Desires, meaning innovation. So here Abu Aliya is acknowledging that being guided to Islam is a great ni'mah. But he's also acknowledging that being a Muslim who is protected from falling into the matters of innovation is also a great ni'mah. Because not everyone who is guided to Islam is upon the sunnah of the Prophet meaning not upon the path of innovation. Al-Fudayl ibn Iyal rahimahullah ta'ala he stated Tuba liman mata ala al-Islam sunnah The glad tidings is for the one who dies upon Islam and the Sunnah. He didn't just mention Islam, but he mentioned and the Sunnah. And the reason for that is because many of the Muslims have gone astray. 
after the death of the Prophet As the Prophet وسلم, he mentioned من يعش منكم بعدي فالسيارة اختلاف كثيرة Whoever from amongst you Whoever from amongst you lives after me He's going to see a lot of differing Differing amongst the ranks of the Muslims فَعَلَيْكُمْ بِالسُنَّةِ وَالسُنَّةِ الْخُلَفَاءَ الرَّاشِدِينَ الْمَهْدِيِينَ مِنْ بَعْدِي عَضُّوا عَلَيْهَا بِالنَّوَاجِذِ وَإِيَّاكُمْ وَمُحْدَثَاتِ الْأُمُورِ So the Prophet ﷺ foretold that after his death, there's going to be a lot of differing amongst the Muslims. And what is this differing over? This differing is in the affairs of Aqidah. This differing is in the affairs of how to worship Allah. So you're going to find individuals coming with new innovated matters in the deen after the death of the Prophet and this is going to cause differing and separation between the Muslims. So the Prophet he mentioned upon you who is following my way in the way of the rightly guided Khulafa. Bite on to it with your monity. This statement of the Prophet is the remedy that which protects the people from this abundant differing which the Prophet ﷺ foretold will come. So being upon the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ, this is a great bounty and ni'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the person. Ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah he stated مَا فَرِحْتُ بِشَيْءٍ مِنَ الْإِسْلَامِ أَشَدَّ فَرْحًا بِأَنَّ قَلْبِي لَمْ يَدْخُلْهُ شَيْءٌ مِنْ هَذِهِ الْأَهْوَاءِ Abdullah bin Umar, he stated, I have not been more happy with anything than Islam, than the happiness that I have, that nothing from these matters of desires, meaning innovations, have entered into my heart. Innovation in the deen, is a sickness and it causes a person to stray away from the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Abdullah bin Mubarak Rahimahullah he stated I'lam akhi أن الموت اليوم قرامة لكل مسلم لقي الله على السنة 
He said, have knowledge, my brother, that death today is an honor for every Muslim who meets Allah upon this one. Death today is an honor for every Muslim who meets Allah upon the Sunnah. It is an honor for the person. So we understand for a person to die upon innovation is a disgrace. Because on that day, when the believers go to drink from the pond, of the Prophet ﷺ, the innovators will be pushed away. They will be driven away. And the Prophet ﷺ will say, Ummati, Ummati, these people are from my nation. These people are from my nation. And it will be said, Innaka lata'alam ma ahdathu ba'dak. Indeed, you do not know what these individuals have changed after your death, meaning from the religion. This is the Malaika telling the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He doesn't know what these individuals have done after his death of inventing things in the religion and changing the religion. And this is an indication that the Prophet does not know the unseen. So what will be the response of the Prophet Muhammad Suhfan suhfan liman badda. Away, away with those who have changed the religion. Take them away. Get them away. So they will be deprived from drinking from the pond of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Due to their innovation. Al-Murrudi He asked Imam Ahmad Rahimahullah Man mata ala al-Islam Mata ala khayr He said Whoever dies upon Islam Has he died upon goodness? Imam Ahmad responded Uskut so Be quiet مَنْ مَاتَ عَلَى الْإِسْلَامِ وَالسُنَّةِ مَاتَ عَلَى الْخَيْرِ كُلِّي He said to the man, his pupil, be quiet, be silent. Meaning leave off that statement of whoever dies upon Islam dies upon good. Leave that off. That's not correct. Rather, whoever dies upon Islam in the sunnah. You see how... The emphasis is placed upon following the sunnah because without a doubt, Islam is the sunnah and the sunnah is Islam. As Imam al-Barbahari he stated, 
But here, emphasis is being placed on the sunnah due to the many people who are Muslims within the realm of Islam deviating from the sunnah. They haven't left the fold of Islam, but they have, they have traversed upon the path of innovation. The innovation didn't expel them from Islam, but they are not within the realm of being upon the sunnah. So when you find statements like this from the Imma of the past, it's not that they are saying the Sunnah is something separate from Islam. Islam is the Sunnah, the Sunnah is Islam. But the emphasis is being placed upon the Sunnah because not everyone who is a Muslim is upon the Sunnah. A person is a Muslim, but he's a Muqtada, he's an innovator. Person is a Muslim, but he is a striker. So Imam Ahmed, he said, "Be quiet." And this is a reprimand of that statement. Whoever dies upon Islam and the Sunnah has died upon all good. Talha ibn Ubaidillah al-Baghdadi, rahimahullah, he said. وافق ركوب أحمد ابن حنبل في السفينة فكان يطيل السقوط فإذا تكلم قال اللهم أمتنا على الإسلام والسنة Talha ibn Ubaidillah al-Baghdadi, may Allah have mercy upon him. He stated, I rode upon a boat during the same time Imam Ahmed ibn Hamdul was upon the boat. And he used to be silent for long periods of time. This was the way of the self. He didn't talk a lot. The Salaf, their actions were more than their speech. Salaf did not talk about it. And in reality, this is from the Sunnah of the Prophet as he was described as being one who would be silent for long periods of time. And this goes back to the statement of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawm al-akhir fal yakul khayran aw liyasmud That whoever believes in Allah in the last day then let him say that which is good or remain silent so if a person doesn't have anything good to say, then it is from the deen, it is from the sunnah for the person to remain silent. And not speak with speech that is going to anger Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or speech that's going to be something that you will regret later on in life. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, لا تكلم بِكَلَامٍ تَعْتَذِرْ مِنْهُ غَدَى Don't speak 
with speech that you're going to have to apologize for tomorrow. So the Sunnah, the Prophet, the Deen, it teaches us the importance of not speaking unless there's a benefit to speak. And the scholars of the early generation of Muslims, the Sahaba who learned from the Prophet ﷺ, the Tabi'een who learned from the Sahaba, the Atba'a Tabi'een who learned from those who learned from the Sahaba, and the scholars who came after them, they understood this with true and correct understanding. And they were aware of the importance of not speaking unless there's a benefit to speak. So here we have Imam Ahmad rahimahullah being quiet for long periods of time on this journey. And when he would speak, he would say, Oh Allah, cause us to die upon Islam and the Sunnah. Oh Allah, cause us to die upon Islam and the Sunnah. Again, putting emphasis on the Sunnah. It was mentioned by Abu Bakr ibn Ijash, a sunnah fil Islam a'azzu min al Islam fi sa'ir al aliyan. The sunnah within Islam is more mighty, more honorable than Islam is amongst the rest of the other religions. When you compare Islam to the other religions, without a doubt Islam is superior. Abu Bakr, he here, he is establishing or giving an example to establish the great status that the Sunnah has. That the Sunnah has a great and mighty place in Islam. Al Imam Al Albani, rahimahullah, he used to always say, Alhamdulillah, Al Islam wa Sunnah. All praise is due to Allah for being guided to Islam and being guided to the Sunnah. So the Sunnah of the Prophet وسلم, is something that we strive to be upon and not just verbally but we strive to be upon the Sunnah with our hearts our speech and our actions. As for those who claim the Sunnah verbally, but their beliefs are in opposition to the Sunnah, their actions are in opposition to the Sunnah, then 
their claim is just that, a claim. We have to make our claims reality. Our claims must be truthful. We can't just be saying that we are followers of the Prophet and the Sahaba, but when our practice of the deen is compared to their practice of the deen, the Prophet and the Sahaba, they are in one valley, being upon a methodology, and then you find the people being in another valley upon a, another methodology, although they claim to be followers of the Prophet and the Sahaba. Being one who is Salafi or Sunni, this is not just something that a person says, but this is something that the person believes. This is something that the person he lives by. Something that the person he adheres to. Al-Imam al-Awzahi stated, Is with nafsak ala sunnah Waqif haythu waqaf al-qawm Waqul bima qawm وقف أما كف عن وصلك سبيل سلفك الصالح فإنه يسعك ما وسعه الإمام الأوزاعي رحمه الله stated make yourself patient upon the sunnah and stop where the people stop and say that which they say and refrain from that which they refrain from. And traverse the path of your righteous predecessors. For indeed, that which suffice them will suffice you. This is what it means to be a person who is a Sunni Muslim. A person who is a Salafi upon the way of the Salaf. Making oneself patient upon following the Sunnah of the Prophet not following the sunnah in times of ease and then in times of difficulties or depending on the political climate your methodology changes. Being upon the sunnah is a lifetime thing. It is until we die and we move on to the after. You heard the statement of the scholars. All good is in dying upon Islam in the Sunnah. Oh Allah causes to die upon Islam in the Sunnah. You just heard these statements. So this Barakallah Fikum of being upon the Sunnah is a lifetime thing. It's not a part-time practice. Some people, in times of ease, MashaAllah, they follow the Sunnah. 
But when the trials and the tribulations come, they abandon the sunnah. When the political climate changes, they abandon the sunnah. When it comes to affairs of marriage, they abandon the sunnah and return back to the culture. Well, we have to follow the sunnah in all of the affairs. In times of ease, in times of hardship, in matters of aqidah, in matters of ibadah, in matters of character, in mannerisms. We have to follow the sunnah. The sunnah is salvation. As mentioned by Al-Imam Malik rahimahullah ta'ala, as-sunnah من رقبها نجا ومن تخلف عنها غرق that the sunnah it is similar to the ark of Noah whoever embarks upon it he is saved and whoever refrains and stays back and doesn't embark upon it and he drowns. Al-Imam al-Awza'i rahimahullah He has another profound statement He said Alika bi-athari man salafa Wa in rafadaka nas Wa iyaka wa aara'ar rijal وَإِنْ زَخْرَفُوا لَكَ بِالْقَوْمِ 
Al-Imam Al-Awza'i rahimahullah he stated, Upon you is following the narrations of those who preceded, even if the people reject you. And be aware of the personal views of men, even if they beautify the speech for you. What comes at the end of the day is that the person's aqidah, the person's ibadah, the person's akhlaq, the person's mannerisms, this is important, and the person's dealings, and transactions, these matters have to be upon the authentic narrations that have come on the Prophet this is what it means for a person to be a Sunni Muslim or for a person to be Salaf with the true meaning. Not just lip profession and looking the part. We have to live it, Ikhwan. It should be witnessed in our mannerisms, our character, in our dealings with the people. When we share knowledge with others, the people should see this, that our sharing of this knowledge is knowledge that is based upon the kitab and the sunnah with the understanding of the sahaba. This is what is upon us to follow, even if the people reject us, even if us holding on to the way of the first Muslims causes us to be outcasts and black sheep amongst the Muslims hold on to the narrations because the glad tidings are for those who hold on to their deen as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he mentioned Tuba or Bada al Islamu Gariban Wasayyudu Gariban Kama Bada Fatuba al Ghuraba. That Islam it began as something strange and it shall return back to being something strange. Therefore glad tidings are for the strangers. This statement of the Prophet ﷺ establishes that towards the end, Islam will return back to being strange. Meaning that the people who are truly holding on to the deen, they are the minority. Just as the Muslims in the beginning were the minority. So do not make this affair about being with the end crowd and do not make this affair about numbers who has the, the biggest following and other than that it's not about numbers rather it is about the truth and it always is to be about the truth don't make your deen and your practice of the deen be based upon being with a particular group of people, right or wrong. 
It's always about what did Allah say? What did Prophet Muhammad say? Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. How did Prophet Muhammad practice the deen? How did Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam view this issue? What do we find in the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam regarding this matter? What did the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam teach the Sahaba? This is what's important. Not whether or not you are in line with a particular group of people or you are a member of a particular masjid or you are close with a particular person and you know so-and-so and so-and-so knows you. The, the, the deen is not about that. The Prophet ﷺ mentioned that a prophet will come on Yom Qiyamah and he will have no followers. Was he on the truth or not? Of course. But no one listened. So it can't be about numbers when we have situations mentioned like this by the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is a reminder. Make your practice of the deen for Allah. Make your practice of the deen upon the way of the Prophet ﷺ. Stop raising people above their status. Stop doing things to be recognized by people. Stop doing things trying to fit in with people. Worry about standing in front of your Lord on the day of judgment. Stop worrying about being with the in crowd. You worry about if your belief is something that Allah is going to accept in the day of judgment, are your statements going to be accepted by Allah on the day of judgment? Are your actions going to be accepted by Allah on the day of judgment? Because the people they're going to run away from one another on that day. يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ مَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ On the day when the person will run away from his brother. A person will run away from his mother and his father. A person will run away from his spouse, his child. Every individual in that day will be concerned about his own affair. You weren't about being accepted amongst a group of brothers. These same group of brothers are going to be worrying about themselves on your Mokayama. And if you put the blame on them of why you were astray and why you did what you did, they're going to free themselves from you. I didn't tell him to follow that. I didn't tell him to do that. This is, Allah speaks about how the people be freeing themselves from one another on the day of judgment and putting everyone pointing the finger at the other. So worry about pleasing Allah. Worry about being upon the way of the Prophet Alhamdulillah, if you happen to be given the success by Allah, to be amongst a good group of brothers, praise Allah for that. And y'all work together upon goodness. But don't make your main concern that you have to be with a certain group of people in order to be okay. Right or wrong. That's, this is not Islam. That's Hizbiyah, it's partisanship. And this is something that we should stay far away from. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, alhamdulillah, 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 alhamdulillah,